Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, all those things. Lyle, Welshy, hello boys. Very good day, Tony. How are you? Uh, excellent, thank you mate. Lyle, how are you? I'm doing well mate, how about yourself? I'm excellent, buddy. Good excellent. to hear, good to hear. Been a big, big week uh, for all those Victorian fans out there who came along to the baseball two weeks ago. We should mention too that the Melbourne Aces have made the grand final of the ABL. So if you've got the opportunity, pop on down on Friday night and uh, get a chance to see uh, the Melbourne team hopefully take out the ABL competition against Adelaide. This is a wrestling podcast, Tony. Yeah, I know, but there's a lot of wrestling people who came and watched the Melbourne Aces and have said that they liked it. So I'm going to come Friday night, Tony. I'm going to bring the family. Good on you, mate. What are you doing, Walsh? Are, are you bringing your family or someone else's family? Oh, that's a good question. Well, later that night, I'll go out with someone else's family, but to the baseball, I'll bring my family. That's a good question, though. Yeah. Have you got a plus one for the I've got a family over? of four ticket for you, so you can take your one of your kids and one of hers. <laughs> yeah, that won't be awkward when they grow up. Uh, no, have you got a plus one on the flight over to Adelaide? Uh, no, no, two? just me. Okay, all right. I'm sort of trying to get myself invited there, but... Well, you could have come over and you could have watched some uh, wrestling, actually. Right City Wrestling are on this Saturday night as well. They are. Yeah, mm. so hopefully you uh, touch base with them while you're there. Hopefully the game's over nice and quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just quickly go and watch the last match or two. That could be a good fun. While she was about to sneeze, are you okay, bud? Yeah. Excellent. Hey, uh, great interview last week with Nicky Van Blair. A lot of uh, good uh, comments about that. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, some of the stories that Nikki was telling, not exactly about wrestling most of the time, but a lot of fun. Yeah, the feedback's been really good at it. Uh, on it, uh, met a few people Saturday before the MCW show that really enjoyed uh, our interview, and yeah, less wrestling talk was pretty good. Hmm. All wrestling talk, nearly with this guy. We caught up with uh, a, a very, very good wrestler. I, I think he's an excellent wrestler from New Zealand. He's over here in. He was over here in Melbourne for from the SPW. weekend. SPW. Uh, did you get his name right this time? Let's find out as we introduce our special guest to On The Turnbuckle. Gives us great pleasure to say a very good afternoon to Marcus Cool. Lads, good oh. afternoon. Did I get you that got right? His name right That's a, a good start, Tony. It That's is a good start. I'm impressed. I said, and I've apologised to you already, but sincere apologies for calling you Mark Moretti at the PWA show last year. You do look like Mick Moretti. We are both bald men, that's correct. They have nothing else in common except they're both bald and they're wrestling. I said he looks like He him. doesn't look like he him. He's bald, he looks like him. So everyone with dark hair looks like you. They wish. 
Moretti's way more talented too, so it's almost an insult to him. Oh, that's only so sure, man. It's him you want to apologise His entrance is nowhere near as good as yours. <laughs> that's all I've got. That's the problem. The all bell entrance. rings and that's it. We're done. It's, it's all over. Hey, welcome to Melbourne. Uh, of course, you, you live in New Zealand, wrestle regularly in Sydney as well and the like, and, and now down here in Melbourne, you're getting a little bit of international flavour about you, which is good. I am, mate. Yeah, I'm loving it. Whenever the wife lets me out the house and uh, lets me overseas to do these things, I'm all for it. It's a rarity these days. Um, obviously coming from England, um, did a lot back then and then made the shift over to New Zealand just for a better better life, um, better better place to live. And other uh, people are awesome. And obviously you Aussies are pretty cool too. So it's good to get over here every now and then. How come you chose New Zealand over sunny slash rainy Melbourne? Mate, it was 45 degrees here <laughs> yesterday. How yeah, did you cope with that? Yeah, I fuck it. I'm a fucking oven. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually lived here for a year or so before I went over to, to New Zealand. Um, loved it, to be fair. It was mainly uh, Queensland based. Um, and I did, a, I did a fair bit back then, which was, yeah, was a little while ago now. I don't want to show my age. Um, but uh, but yeah, made the shift over to Queenstown, New Zealand, and I just fell in love with that place. It's uh, I'm a big outdoorsy person, big sporty person, so um, it's a great spot. Well, I mean, our weather's been pretty good for you. Like we had sweltering heat, <laughs> and then last night it rained mud. So I know. I just <laughs> it's it was, the apocalypse. <laughs> it's been ridiculous. I mean, I whinge a lot being an Englishman. You know, I complain a lot. But yesterday was a different level. There's, there's two things that Englishmen love. Complaining about Australia and standing in queues. <laughs> Just, yeah, and weather. It's, it's also uh, add that to the list. So, yeah. You mentioned you're married. Uh, is your wife English? She is English, yes. Moving over to New Zealand for a, a better life, was that the only reason? No work or anything? Oh, it was just literally just lifted up and just went? Um, I, actually, I actually met her in, uh, in New Zealand. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that, that wasn't the main reason. I, just, I mean, I loved England. Um, the only thing... The only thing I really loved about England was the wrestling scene, um, but I, I didn't really want to put my whole life on that, especially back then. Um, you know, the industry was was way different 15 years ago. Um, so seeing what it's like now and giving so much opportunity to smaller guys is, is a blessing. But back then, it, it wasn't like that at all. And uh, you know, trying even getting a tryout with the WWE was a you know a fair dream away. So um, I didn't want to gamble everything that I had on, on being a wrestler. As sad as that sounds, you know, I wanted to do other stuff as well. I wanted to travel the world and, and do other things. And I've always been into adventure tourism. And that was my main place of work back in England. So I came over to Queenstown, which was supposed to be the adventure capital of the world. And um, I got work over there and I've been stuck there ever since. So I love it. Um, the English wrestling scene has been getting a bit of backlash from fans the last 12 months, which from where it came from probably 12 months earlier where it was the hottest spot in the world. Yeah. Um, what do you think Australia and New Zealand need to do to make sure that that sort of stuff doesn't happen here while still giving opportunities to all of the wrestlers? I thought you weren't asking me hard questions. I ask hard questions when I'm drunk. <laughs> no, I was like, I've four whiskeys. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a tough question, that one, because... It depends which way you look at it as well. You know, I coming from where I came from in England, like the boys that are, are over there now are in a much better position. They're getting paid well. They're getting, you know, looked after medically by the WWE. Well, the you're from Birmingham, which is a hot spot. Yes. The, the, the WWE guys that are doing really well, a lot of them are from Birmingham. Yeah, a lot of them are mates who are doing really well now. I'm like, fuck's sake, why didn't I stay there? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so it is a tough one, you know, because I see them doing so well now and benefiting and they're living their dream, you know, they're getting paid to do what we always wanted to do um, as a full-time living. So to say that it's not doing so well is it's kind of a different argument, but you're looking at the independent scene, right? Um, but I mean, it's the NXT UK, the independents now, but are these guys just getting paid better to, you know, to, to do what they want to do? But in terms of the question of Australia, New Zealand, and trying to... Yeah, I'm saying the... the, the... The, the smarks, basically. Mm. Personally, I think if people can get paid to train and work, they're going to get better. I'm fine with that. Yes. Um, but there's people who hate anything that WWE put their name to. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, but, it, yeah, it's a tough one. You know, I, the independence is so important because that's where everybody learns and, and, you know, works the craft. And it's, you know, it's, it's a great way to really adapt a character and really understand your audience and get used to it. But on the flip side, if you're getting paid to do it and you're, you're being looked after properly medically as well, then... More power. Yeah. So you've had first-hand experience of what we're experiencing now here in Australia and New Zealand in this resurgence of wrestling leading into what could possibly be something bigger and, and better here in the next year or two, pretty much now where the UK is. Is Australia in that same situation as what the UK was, say, half a dozen year, years ago before... NXT came in? I think so, man. Like, looking at the talent and stuff that's around this country, and it's taken a while, right? I'm, I, you know, I was here 10 years or so ago, so I've seen it evolve and seen the talent that I, even I met back 10 years ago in the positions they're in now, they've earned their spots and they've earned their talent and they've worked really hard. Um, so seeing where the scene is now is, is amazing. Um, but, so the question was... Is Australia and New Zealand's wrestling scene now pretty much where the UK's scene was before... WWE yeah, in terms of talent, yes. Um, but because Aussie's a tough one because you're such a big country, right? So to get around and, and do shows mm. in different big cities is, is a lot harder. Whereas in England, you can travel 20 minutes and you're in a different city with millions of people. Yeah. So it's a little bit different, um, I suppose, where the, where the States work so well as well. So the talent's here. Um, the fans are obviously here in certain areas, but it's, it's, it's not so easy, right? Because there's, there's not as much going on. Yeah. If that makes sense. You um, worked... Working MCW tonight, and we saw you wrestle at PWA, um, and that's where a lot of the buzz is. But your home promotion wrestles uh, in front of two thousand people at the. <laughs> well, I wrote this down. Southern Rumble. <laughs> the Southern Rumble gets two thousand people to its shows, and you've got TV in New Zealand. How much work is going into that? That sort, those sort of achievements that we can dream about. Um, enough work. <laughs> where I'm potentially going to have a divorce soon. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of work from a lot of different people. We've, I think we've been lucky enough to have a real strong team from, from the get-go. Um, I think we're also lucky in the fact that New Zealand's a much smaller country. You know, there's not as much going on. There's not as much an offer as there is in Australia. Um, so that's one thing that's to our advantage. Um, I also think the talent's a lot stronger in Australia. Um, although we're doing so well in New Zealand, again, you've got to remember it's a, it's a smaller country, smaller population, and there's more opportunity. Um, but, you know, in saying that, you've still got to deliver a top-end product and you've still got to give people a reason to come back and spend money. Um, we've, been, we've been great to fill the stadium twice, you know, two years in a trot, which has been incredible. Um, we're having a rest from it this year, uh, mainly just to, you know, <laughs> focus on family a little bit more and uh, get our lives together because it's a lot of work that goes into it and hopefully put, in, put our efforts into it again next year. Uh, but TV is our focus uh, this year, 2020, we've got a lot of shows coming up in different areas and different spots that we haven't done before. So we really want to put as much of it as we can into that. 
Um, but yeah, it's 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 crazy over there. We're doing we're doing we're doing really well. And the relationship with MCW um, is pretty strong. You've had them come over and work with you a lot. How important is that? Um, I think really important. Um, I suppose this could answer the question going back to you know the yeah. independent scenes as well and why I think they're so important as well. Um, I've known Mikey for years and I've, I've always respected what he's done in Melbourne and with MCW. I always think he's done it very professionally and extremely extremely well and right. Um, so we've always kept in touch and we've always had that relationship where we you know we see things um, the same way. Um, I think for us to grow the scene here and to keep the scene strong here, we have to look after and we have to invest in our own guys, especially the ones that are staying here long term. Um, and for us to do that, we need to stop bringing in names from overseas and we need to build on our own and make them the household names. So when we're bringing over MCW guys, I want it to be known that they're a big deal. When we're bringing over SPW guys, I want these guys to think that they're a big deal because they are, you know, we're, we're selling out 2,000 people in the stadium. You guys are selling out 600, 500 people here a month in, in Thornbury. Like these guys are drawing, these guys are talent and we don't need to bring anybody over. We just need to invest in our own people. Um, and I think if we can keep doing that and keep developing that and make sure the media know that these guys are the stars and we're, we're going to keep our scene strong. We can't rely on, on outsiders, especially now. Competition's so tough. You know, you've got WWE signing people left, right, and centre, all elite wrestling, New Japan, Ring of Honor. Uh, you know, there's, there's so much. So um, we all need to band together and work together and, and create a unity and a, and a strength and, um, you know, swap our guys around and work with each other. You got into the solo? Yeah, I was waiting again. Like, <laughs> Drunk while she's a very talkative while she. Um, <laughs> what's the optimum number for yourself coming over to Australia, selfishly for the Australian fans and the promotions here? Obviously, super entertaining and. You know, we love in ring work, wife permitting, obviously. <laughs> what's what's the optimal number for you to travel over here? When you say number, yeah, you get a number like how many times you could travel over oh, here. Oh right, wife so I'm paid. I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> that is three grand a <laughs> pop. Um, <laughs> Lyle's not that clear with his questions when he's sober. When he's drunk, you like <laughs> much more succinct. Um. I'm at a stage now where it was a lot difficult before, so I've just had two young kids, but we're at a stage now where I can probably travel a little bit more, which is why I'm over here again. Um, I'd like to come over here as much as I can. Um, I've been in talks with, always in talks with PWA, Melbourne, um, most recently Wright City Wrestling in Perth. Um, I want to get around and do, a, and do a lot more than I have previously. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting to be over Australia a lot more in 2020. Is Perth just so that you can spend more time with Davis Storm? Cause... 100%. <laughs> That's the only reason. We just want to drink coffee together. Speaking, so, speaking of coffee, yeah. what's better, Melbourne coffee or Wellington's coffee? I'm actually going to go Melbourne. Yeah? Yeah. Right. I've had some pretty pretty good coffees here this trip. Yeah, good. Good. We agree. Uh, <laughs> your entrance, you mentioned that, the only thing you've got. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> It's true. The, the great thing about it, though, is is that because of the acceptance of shows now on with PWA and with their OVO and, and all that sort of stuff happening, you'll walk out tonight and there'll be 650 people who'll know exactly what they need to do to be a part of your entrance and get involved, which is fantastic, isn't it? I, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, it is great. Yeah, it's awesome. The, the, you know, it's just a different time now. You know, the internet has just, has just changed everything so much for, for the better. And like you say, PWA being on OVO, MCW having their own on-demand channel, same as us. And we don't, we cross content so our fans can, can see that other yeah. stuff as well, which I think is really important mm. and they know the guys when they come over. Um, but yeah, it, it's been a game changer. It's, it, it's helped me a lot. Sure. Is it fair to say that you knew Will Ospo before he was 
I actually oh, didn't know Will. No, he, he came around after. Yeah, after I was, after I'd already left the UK. So um, yeah, good research, Tony. No, that's why I said the timeline. Did you know him? You are wrestling tonight against one of uh, Tony's oh, so I'll just get, I'll just hated dump. wrestlers. Oh, I'll just get dumped down my question, do I? Oh, well, you got a question because you asked. You know, you were well, wrong. I'm going into something before we before we talk about Lockie Hendricks. My God, <laughs> what has he done for the English scene? Ah, um, Will's. I fucking hate putting this guy over because he gets put over enough. Um, it's hard not to though, isn't it? It, it really is hard. Uh, Will to me is a once in a lifetime performer. Um, I've never, I've been around a long time, and uh, Will to me is is incredible. What he does in that ring is is insane. I don't think people are truly going to realise how good he is, and you know, until later on. Um, what he's done for the English scene, uh, yeah, heaps. Um, but again, in saying that, if he didn't have a platform to do that, do that on, um, you know. That would have been a different story. I think Progress have done an amazing job with the, the English scene. They were the real first promotion that I really thought it's about time somebody like took the scene and did something with it and, and actually truly, you know, targeted an audience and targeted a crowd that the English are made for, which is, you know, a, a football orientated, mm. you know, crowd. You know, we just want to drink beers and we want to chant and we want to have a good time. And that's that's kind of what wrestling is, right? You guys have got that atmosphere here now. And uh, it, it was long in that for so for so long, and England was so so stuck in the their old ways of the you know the old carny you know family orientation. The tribute shows, the tribute shows, and they have their place. I'm not knocking them. Like there's some great works that have come from that, and they have their place, right? But um, it just needed somebody to to grab a ball of balls and do something with it. And I thought Progress were great at that. And of course, Will was uh, the perfect guy to go in there and um, and show show the world what we can do. I'm actually glad you brought up that English crowd because. There is no difference between wrestling and darts. No. It's just an, no, you're it's right. entertainment, yeah. isn't it? 100%. It's 100% entertainment. Yeah. Well, if you can find darts entertaining, you can find anything <laughs> The crowd, dude. But um, would you think that Will's done more for Australian and New Zealand wrestling than he has for English wrestling? Good question. Um, uh, again, yeah, he's put a lot of eyes on it. But again, I, I don't think it would be where it is without the groundwork that's been put in by everybody else. He probably um, sped up the process. He de- yeah, yeah, he probably did speed up the process. Yeah. yeah, he's and again, like the, the match quality you can put on with people is, is second to none. And um, yeah, he's he's done a lot for the scene, and, and even for you know SPW, as an example, he he's he's visited us a few times now, and and the, the work that he puts in and the stuff that he does outside the ring as well, he goes way above and beyond what he needs to um, or what he's paid to do when he gets there, and that's that's always gone a long way with me. Um, not not just in the ring professionally, but personally, he's, he's a real good dude, and he always goes the extra mile, which which is great. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Slocky Hendricks question now. <laughs> I forget what it was, but um, you are wrestling against one of Tony's. Uh, I'd say Tony's very disrespectful to to this wrestler. I, he would. I'm, he's a personal favourite of personal hero of mine. <laughs> he's a wanker. Uh, Lucky <laughs> Hendricks. You don't think that he's changed his spots? I don't think that he's changed his spots. Yeah, like uh, Lockie seems to be more open and loving at the moment. He's a fucking tosser. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. Got you, Tony. Got you, Yes. <laughs> These two I've have on-air fights. Huh? He's had on-air fights with, with Lockie. Well, yeah, disagreements. Yeah. You yeah. got kicked out backstage one time for being disrespectful to Lockie, so... I'm with you, Tony. He's Tony a, a disgrace. He's, he's a prick. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. You tried, uh, to, get, you tried to get in the in the zone on the beach and relax and try and get in the mind of Lockie Hendrick. How did that 
work out for yourself? Not very well. No? Nah. Just nah. don't want to punch him? Yeah, what a hippie bell end. He's fucking <laughs> done for. <laughs> you can't, you know, you can't meditate while you're in a wrestling ring. Can you? You can't sit on your I haven't ass. tried, but I haven't been in a wrestling ring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never sober with, enough to be in a wrestling Especially with me across the ring from you. You know, I'm just going to come out fist flying. You're not going to be able to cross your legs and sit down and meditate. I'm going to yeah. kick your fucking Good. head off, Lockie. It's a lot to hear. I like it a lot. Uh, I've got a weird one, which no uh, no surprises. <laughs> you mentioned your, your mates back. Can you say back home? England, is it still That's, back home? Yeah, I'd say it so. It is? Yeah, yeah. So Drake Maverick, he uh, had some choice words for you after, after a match once about... Quitting the business. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's after every match. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Now we, me and him, are, so we're schoolmates, so we go back, back heaps. So um, was he always the shortest person in class? <laughs> he was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was. Um, now, if um, the way we compliment each other is is by abusing each other. So I, whenever I get abused or whenever I get insulted, I know that that's a good thing. If he's not insulting me or not saying anything derogative, then that means he doesn't care. So insults are good with us. That's the way we treat each other. It's a very Australian and English thing to it, do. Yeah. Hang shit on your mates. Yeah. Banter. Uh, yeah. It, it's missing a lot these days, isn't it? People yeah. are too soft. You know, they get offended too yeah. easily. I'm like, just have a bit of fun. Have a bit of banter. And Drake's wedding? Yeah. <laughs> what a mockery of life. <laughs> What a mockery of the yeah. I don't know how his missus deals with him. I, just beyond me. Thank God she's in the business. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Could you imagine suggesting that to your wife at the wedding? Yeah, that yeah no, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't happen. You weren't asked to make a speech. Um, that could have been interesting. He, he actually had another. So we've got another friend called Jack, and he's a former worker actually, great worker too. His name's Jack Storm, um, and he's always been a great promo. And Jack delivered the speech and it was money. Yeah. Yeah, he hit the nail on the head. He buried him. It was fantastic. <laughs> and the funny thing about best man speech in America, they don't do that. I don't know if you know this. They don't, they don't get the best man speech. They don't it's the highlight of every wedding. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That's why we go to weddings. They're amazing. Yeah. Or yes, awful. exactly. So it's always an attraction, right? But yeah, the Americans don't, don't have it at all. They don't understand the abuse that he was getting during the speech. <laughs> so they were just like, what is going on? So Braun Strowman. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> You want to kill this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, last time you were in Melbourne, there was a clip that went viral. <laughs> yeah. The red card clip. Um, what was the craziest thing you heard or saw from from that clip going so popular? Ah, uh, everybody, like the casuals being like, what is this fake bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> this is so rubbish. This is not real. It's like, what the fuck? No, of course it isn't. It's just, it's just so they just like yeah. I don't. It just blows my mind still that people still comment that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah. six hundred people in the room having fun. Yeah, it's like what it's, are you watching? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Fucking dick. Um, yeah, yeah, probably that. Maybe we wish you all the best. Hey, I'm not oh, finished. No, I thought you, were, what, what, I thought you, thought you had any questions. <laughs> you got no questions? I'll come up with one. You mentioned that your wife's not a wrestling fan. Or I don't think any of our partners are wrestling fans. No. No. How many, have to deal with us. How many so. dates before you revealed the fact that you're a professional wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, a long time. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't even answer that How question. does that conversation go? 
Surely you must have some work from the first day to the second day. I can't even remember now. I don't know. I honestly do not know how that evolved or how that went down. Um, I, I think like with any, they like they don't mind it at first, right? They're kind of in, like they pretend to be interested. They pretend like to to care. To like say that, care same when they're going to go, they think yeah. It's like when you play local sport and they pretend to be interested in exactly. your yes. Division Nine football game. <laughs> exactly that. But really, they don't give a fuck. They don't care whatsoever. It's like they give you headshots before you're married and then all of a sudden... Like, <laughs> that's why there's no yeah. rings. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, because I mean, I had this. I, I had partners go to football games and then you come off with broken bones and they're like, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> now, um, we brought up PWA and Coliseum. Other than Tony getting your name wrong. <laughs> what was that? Um... <laughs> Sorry, Tony, I have to throw you under the bus again. No, so. He lives there. Wrestling two nights in a row in the same city. Obviously, yeah, was it eight? he only wrestled the one night. Being there, sorry, <laughs> that was a Tony moment. Being there for two nights, you think more promotions can do that kind of thing to make a weekend of it? Because they had the fan fest and stuff like that. And Yeah, but I think Melbourne, Sydney, definitely. Um, I'd be sceptical about us. I'd like to give it a crack. In New Zealand, but I think I think Sydney, Melbourne, you guys have got that type of audience and those diehard fans that are that are keen for that. Maybe once a year or so. Um, New Zealand, not so sure yet. Um, we we still are very we're definitely leading towards more of an adult crowd, especially now doing that. Uh, we've got a beer festival coming up, but um, we are still quite family orientated, and it's it is a big it's a big ask for a family to do two nights. Um, well, if you ever need a podcast to open one of your shows, especially at a beer festival, yeah, yeah. Hey, it'd be great. It'd be great. Tonight. And <laughs> obviously, having dingoes there would be a must for yourself <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's a definite must. Otherwise, it's not happening. No, sure. right. yeah. right. Hopefully, uh, Melbourne promotions, and hopefully, Mikey when he finally uh, pulls the trigger on it, get some dingoes down here. <laughs> he needs to step up his game. Yeah. I mean, uh, we. It was 45 degrees yesterday. We wanted ice creams for catering, and that's not happened either. No. So no dingoes, no fucking ice cream. What a joke. Pull your finger out. Um, in New Zealand, you've lost a fair few to England at the moment that are over there doing a good job. Yes. Who do we need to look out for on the New Zealand scene at the moment? Um, I'm a big fan of a guy called Falcon Kid. Seen much of his work? I haven't, no. Um, he was in a tag team called the Cruiser Mates with Liam Fury, who's currently doing stuff at the Farley Dojo in New Japan. Um, but yeah, big fan of Falcon Kid, who's, who's been rising up with us. He's actually in a ladder match on at Fight for Gold next Saturday for the SPW New Zealand Championship against Shane Sinclair. So I'm looking forward to seeing how those guys go down. Yeah. Uh, the audience in New Zealand, is it predominantly uh, uh, an Islander audience or is it a really mixed audience? Uh, mixed, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a mixture. Yeah, we go, yeah. And, and wrestler-wise also? Yeah, yeah, wrestler-wise. There's actually a real real great Islander guy at the moment called Jamie... Oh, God. Jamie Takatizi, I think he's called. Uh, IPW New Zealand champion. Also one to look out for. Yeah, real young, real, real, um, lots of potential. Cool. We got a... a a good friend of the show, Slate Mercer. Yeah. So he's, you know, from Melbourne now. Um, <laughs> the worst. You've wrestled him in three different countries. Any uh, chances of uh, adding to a fourth? Oh, do I have to? Oh. What if no. he? What if he wrestled as Max Damage? Yes. <laughs> in, yes. The fourth, in the fourth country. <laughs> I mean, all right. Yeah, that will sell it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Matt. <laughs> I mean, Slade Mercer. Good guy. Slade's one of our favourites. Oh, yeah, he's a great he's such a cool dude. Yeah, great dude. 
we'll go back a while. Mate, we thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it that much. We've given you two on the turnbuckle stickers. I would have given more, but that's all that came out of the bag. Okay, so we, if we can find another one, we will. Robbie Eagles will kids. be upset because he's chasing them. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for being a part of it. Uh, looking forward to seeing you tonight here at MCW and, and bashing the shit out of Lockie Hendricks. I think that's going to be fantastic to watch. And, mate, hopefully we get to see more of you over here uh, in this country over the next uh, 12 months or so. Thanks, lads. I hope so. And hey, thank you guys. Like, it's people like you that actually really help this scene out. You know, coming around and interviewing and exposing people a lot more than just the extra mile of, of shows. So, thanks to you guys too. Like, it, it helps massively. Um, so, I appreciate it. Mick Murray, joining us. Marcus Cool, joining us on the turnbuckle. Rapunky lights, Rapunky vice, Rapunky. Rapungi, Beretta and Romero ain't nothing. They built us bigger than ever, stronger than ever, forever. Rocky Logan, Yo Logan, Show Logan. And welcome back, part two of the show here on the Turnbuckle on mypodcasthouse.com. That was, of course, Marcus Cool, who had a chat to us. The hooligan. The hooligan. We spoke to him before his match with Lockie. Loverboy, Lockie. Is it? He's still Loverboy, is he or not? He's still yeah. Loverboy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was a good match. Gee whiz. He, I tell you what, Marcus Cool is just the quintessential heel, isn't he? He plays that role so well. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him play Babyface well as well. So he's, he's quite versatile. Yeah. Which is good. Um, they're having a rematch this Saturday at SPW in oh, New Zealand. So, um, yeah, it'll be good for the New Zealand fans to see, get a taste of what we saw on Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, in the in the interview, he said he's only entrance. It's all he's got. But no, no he, no, he sell himself very short. I did notice one thing, Tony. You were very animated during that match, mate. You were out of your chair. Pumping your fist when Marcus got on offense, I see. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. You weren't as excited when Lockie was winning. No, no, that, that would be fair to say. Okay. Well, who won the match? Uh, Lockie did in the end. Thank you. And didn't cheat. Had the opportunity to cheat. Yeah. Didn't do it. Picked up those boots. He a wanted to, I think. A leopard never changes his spots. Give him time. Well, he's not a leopard. He's a lover boy. After hitting that microphone, do you want to just straighten it up a bit for yourself so you can... It's okay. You happy with that? Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I was getting animated. Great news coming up from well, the world. We meant to talk about the music that we just played. Oh, well, you done say that? Yeah. It's on the run sheet. Back announced, interview, discuss song choice. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, what was that song? Lyle. It's written right there. Rapongi. Rapongi 3K. 3K. What is that? Show and Yo. Show and Yo. Um... We've been getting a lot of heat online for not having played that song. Yeah. What is it? Who's the entrance? For Show and Yo. Yo. New oh. Japan. Yeah. yeah. Rocky Romero singing the lyrics. and uh, yeah, it, was, it is a banger. It, it's really good. It's fun. Robbie Eagles was getting honest about it as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, there it is, folks. Get so off our back are, now. There We've you are, it. County. Yeah. We have done it. Stop messaging us. <laughs> uh, Ring of Honor debut for Slicks coming up very shortly, boys. This weekend? Yeah, uh, Free Enterprise, I think the Ring of Honor pay-per-view is, uh, versus Flip, Flip Gordon. Gordon. So hopefully Ugh. Flip doesn't get injured. Hopefully Slex can carry him to a good match. No, no don't. it's all right. He, um, yeah, 
Maybe they really can go good. for some Korean barbecue afterwards. Yeah, talk about flat earths. Uh, nah, really looking forward to it, which I don't think I've said that about Ring of Honor for a while, probably since the Brat Pack had their matches in the UK. So, um, nah, very good. He's uh, he's going to do well over there. Yeah, I'm sure he will. There's no doubt about it. Sex is just sort of that guy that will do well wherever he is. He doesn't have bad matches. No, he doesn't. Uh, Dowie James, boys, yeah. a bit of a interesting night for him on uh, on Saturday night. I think that Dowie James is probably at the moment the the best at what he does. Um, like his matches are, and we'll talk about it a bit later. Uh, getting buzz on the internet now, finally. Um, but as you know, I like to cheer the baby the heels and boo the baby faces. And I wanted to kill Dowie James on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. He, did uh, you really? Yeah. It for, was, for what he did to Royce. Yeah, yeah, because Royce hasn't won a match yet. <laughs> I, I was ready to see that happen. Yeah. Um, and then Dowie comes out, and he's just got that shit-eating grin. Um, he's very, very good. Yeah, and even the things he was saying about Royce, hit a bit. Hit a bit close to home yeah. for young Royce. Uh, I had a tear in my eye. Yeah, well, she was very conflicted. That's his boy, yeah, 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 and exactly. Dowie is a heel yeah. who I love. Yeah, it was. You could see the internal fight in uh, well, she's well, very drunken state of who to cheer. Did you? Um, I enjoyed the bit at the start where he was where he was bagging the crowd out. Yep. Um, for getting people fired and not caring. I think he gave them a Meltzer-style review on Twitter as well. Yeah. Um, gave them negative two stars, which I think was a bit high. Yeah, I, I definitely. I think he came out there with, you know, touching on the suspender stuff and referee Sam, which was, uh, it's all real stuff. And yes, the fans had a lot to do with it, which everything he's saying is true. And be, the fans didn't let him down later on in the night when the lights had a little bit of a malfunction. No big deal. You can still see great. But geez, the crowd chanting lights and turn, turn them on and just proved Dowie right in the end. And the uh, mm. the Mile High Club and um, the Velocities did a really good job of ignoring yeah. the lights. Uh, that was excellent by them to continue to do what they were doing and not be able to... Uh, for, for the best part of 60 seconds, they couldn't see what they were doing until they then put the house lights on and that sort of gave them a bit of illumination and then eventually the, the other lights came back on after blowing a fuse. But, uh, yeah, for the best part of a minute, I reckon it was near pitch black. Yeah. Now, Lyle, I've got it on pretty good authority. Yeah. That um, it was obviously Tyson's comeback match. Yeah, yes, it was. Um, on Saturday night. Tony was seen at the um, merch booth talking to the Mile High Club. Okay, and, yeah. And um, congratulated Jed on his comeback. No, that's incorrect. I've checked with Jet. He confirmed it. No. Tony, surely. Come on. No. That's, Come on. No, that did not happen. Yeah, Tyson's the tall I'll one. show you the message. Yeah, we've, we've had him in. He had the big knee brace on. Yeah. I was talking I was talking to Tyson about the knee brace and the comeback. I said, how'd you go? How do you feel? How'd you pull up? I was oh, talking to Tyson about the comeback. I wasn't talking about Jet. I've heard it from two well, sources. Finkham, well, Fed Inkham, <laughs> if anyone's going to do a heel turn on Jet, believe me, it's going to be me. <laughs> If he goes on with that shit. Two sources. One was Jet. Yeah. The other one was... Um, I'll give you a third G'day source. I'll give you a G'day third G'day. source and it'll be blood, he'll be bloody running out of his nose. <laughs> I 
lawyer. Come on, Tony. No, on. No, no, that's Other crap. thing I've got, I've got another point you about you from things that I do. Both of you. Both Not of that it. stupid. Here we go. Um, I know Richard. there's no dress code at the wrestling, but Tony, you were wearing jorts. Jorts, Tony. I'm not going to have to walk out of my own studio, am I? Jorts. That's, yeah, jorts, come on. And you weren't the worst dressed of the three of us. He's up. What do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? You were wearing bathers. I had comfortable shorts on. Nah, they had a, they had a drawstring. They were bathers. Yeah, of course they got a drawstring. Comfortable. Tony, come on. This guy... This, no, I'm with you, Tony. Oh, so now you're on my side, eh? Well, not with the jorts. 30 but now, no, like, as a team, it's me and you, I'm Tony. saying that Tony's not as bad as you. Yeah, well, I don't know. What, what are you going to dress up for the wrestling? Have you seen some of the people that I'm go to the wrestling? I'm not saying you have to dress up, but you have to dress up to leave the house. You can't go outside. I had a pair of comfortable it, shorts on. It wasn't 40 degrees. You're not going to the pool. It was actually... Why are you wearing bathers? It was actually quite warm. It was actually really rainy. So just in case I got wet, I didn't want to wear my dress shorts. I saved them for dinner occasions with other people's wives. You're wearing your bathers now. Well, Tony's got a pool. No, he doesn't. No, I pulled it down. What? Sorry. Well, these are my podcast shorts. <laughs> Comfortable podcast shorts. Listen to this guy. How many scotches did you have before the, our interview? Four. How drunk were you before our interview? I was sober. Sober for you? Sober as a judge. <laughs> I could have driven. That's, no, you couldn't have driven. And uh, yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty drunk throughout the show. We'll mm. probably touch on that later with the MCW review. I think we just did the MCW review. Did we just got it out of the way? We didn't talk about Danny the Psycho we're, we're, Stalker. We're we just gonna. Oh yeah, well, yeah. No, now can Edward, I say that Edward the, Dusk? Can I'm, I, I'm excited for who that. Who would have known? No, but can I just say that I love MCW. I, I, I do, and I'll preface it by what I'm by saying this: that that was one of the flattest finishes to a match. What do you mean? The, the crowd just did not understand that whole yeah, stalker thing. No, they don't know who he is. Yeah, that's well, fine. But that's what. But it's, the big reveal doesn't wasn't. have to be someone you know. Yeah, I, I think as oh, re- rest, help, it? nah, the this the the wrestling people fan, were yelling out, "Who are you?" Yeah, I never that, heard that's, that, that's but... unfortunate. Um, the wrestling fan and wrestling is conditioned to if they're going to have a surprise like like a stalker or something like that, it usually would be a big name returning. Yeah, but, but the people who would have returned, they would have been upset with. Yeah, of course. I, we've seen Dusk wrestle a fair few times. Great character. I think it's going to pull it off. He's been a guest on this podcast. Yes. Um, Guys, get out to other shows. Yeah, there's plenty of good wrestling out there. <laughs> some great characters and some great... Dusk, Edward Dusk was the PCW Ignition champion for over 400 days. Someone yeah. was heard to say on Saturday before the show, that they'd been to 40 shows last year and didn't see him wrestle once. Well, he's going to the wrong shows. Going to the wrong shows. Mm. Yeah. I've seen him wrestle multiple times. He's very good. You're going to enjoy it. Yeah. He's, um, it's, here's the thing. The review, the, the, the dust came out, took his mask off. He's the stalker. Danny knows who he is. He trained, Danny trained him. And now it's on MCW to release a video before the next show, explain who it is, and that's yep. that's your storyline. They don't have the luxury. It's not WWE. They don't have weekly TV. No, that's true. Yeah. So, look, I mean, we've known who the stalker is since the start because well, we know his it. voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, obviously a lot of people don't... A lot of PCW people don't go to MCW and vice versa, but, you know... Try it out. There's mm. some really good talent. Royce Royce came from PCW. Um, 
Um, Philippe's. The Philippe's came from there. Indy came from there. I like, must say, though, it was Richie well. was trained there. It was well done how all yeah. the different masks, blokes with the masks came out. That, that was that was good. That was clever. And, you know, Danny, Danny sold it really well. And then Edward hitting him with the, did he have, his own finisher. Did he have some sort of serious injury? He didn't look well. Danny? Yeah. I think he might have been... He and had, I'm, he had oh, injury he got last during the match. Yeah. yeah. He got during the match. He was coughing up. Oh, blood. yeah, the, yeah. The chops. The chops got him oh, in the, the chops. end. Some of those oh. brutal. And it wasn't just that match either. There was, some, yeah. there was some brutal chops. It was a very night. choppy night. Yeah, very. But I think, yeah, I think that it's going to be a fun story from here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, have, uh, have faith. Uh, and the women's title changed hands. I think that's uh, a good thing that the future for Avery is bright. Well, I guess next week I'll tell her that you thought it was a good thing. Who? We've got Steph Delander on next week. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a shame for Steph. Yeah. It's good for Avery is what you were saying. Yeah, that's yeah. Exactly, that's what okay. I was saying. I was it's talking good for to Avery. She said that her life's peaked. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm really looking forward to her and Kellyanne yeah. over the next couple of months. I think that's there's going to be some good bouts there and some good storylines. Yeah. They always have good matches. When they're I'm looking forward room. to Kellyanne with a bit of edge to her yeah. as well. Yeah. I think that's going to be fun because... A lot of their matches previously, Avery would have been the bad guy. Yep, the bad I'm guy. I'm going to enjoy it being yeah. the other way around. Yeah. No, I think Steph was good. She was good on the night. Played the bully really well. Yeah. And uh, the crowd chanting, Avery, you deserve it. Probably not many times I'd get on. You, you guys are right. You need a couple of Zertex. <laughs> Sorry. Um, when I get told I deserve it, it's usually not something good. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Nah, she definitely deserved it. Looking forward to where it goes from here. Do I go back on to uh, the rundown now? Yeah. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, Raw's been pretty good. Under, under Heyman, a bit more influence, you think, over the last three, I, four, maybe five weeks? I don't know, but the lead-up to WrestleMania is, is peak time. And yeah. I just feel like they're, it's been a good show the last two weeks. I think it's been good since Survivor Series. Oh, no, December was awful. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. They they tend to pick up for Royal Rumble into the Royal Rumble then into WrestleMania season. But Randy Orton that's, at the start, yeah, that, he, that's real heat. Yeah, he's that's, getting he's getting heel, like proper heat. Yeah, I haven't heard anyone get heat like that for years in WWE. Yeah, well the crowd wasn't just playing along. You know, to you got to boo the mm. heel. And he seems like I think I said it last week. So motivated to really be an arsehole. and wrestle his friend. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that match, really. Now, wrestling doesn't have to ha- happen in a ring. It can happen without a ring, and it yep. will be happening in the next few weeks' time with uh, the no-ring death match. Yeah, I'm told the first time in Australia for a no-ring death match. So Joel Bateman, friend so of the show. Is there an area that they wrestle in, or they just rest? Like, do they go through the crowd? What happens? I don't know. I've never been to one. Tony. Never, no, neither have I. You think they'd put some mats down to sort of like you got to have a designated no, no, area where I the two so. the two guys start. Wait, Is wait. there a barrier or something? Yeah, probably not. I don't know. Probably not, Tony. This could be in the crowd. Ooh. So the in Melbourne, Joel Bateman is bringing out Casanova Valentine, Valentine, who's the king of the no ring death yeah. match. Um, so Take that, your own fluoro tubes. That's in March. Yeah, yeah, March thirteenth. Yeah, thirteenth. Not the before fr- PCW Grand Slam. Yep, uh, the Friday night at the Golden Alley, Brown Alley. That sounds no. weird now. Um, 
You probably should have got across. Yeah, that. I should have got across it. But yeah, mm-hmm. Gore versus Ugg. Another. That'll be a brutal match as well. That'll be hard. That could be a yeah. slap festival. Ah, uh, yeah, there'll be some very big chops there and some death metal music in between. I don't think it's death metal. It's just music. I think it's metal. metal? One, of the, one of the bands plays um, TV themes. Oh, that's actually. So that'll yeah, be, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. That'll be good. So uh, I'm looking forward to that because uh, I have not seen it before and um, it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, are you, much. Tony? Lyle, yeah, no, no, I'm definitely. I'll be watching to. it through his fingers. He won't really watch. No, I'm definitely looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, I'm. You know, I get very nervous for the the performers out there yeah. when they're doing the real scary stuff. But um, like chops. <laughs> that's not true. I'm, just, I'm wincing. Chops. I'm wincing when I hear that. Mm. So no, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, your time, your little segment. Well, she to cancel something. Yes. Well, um, I saw that. People were trying to cancel Shazam McKenzie during the week. Oh, that was laughable, wasn't it? Yeah, that was stupid. They were trying to cancel her. What for? Uh, for dating her husband when he was old enough to date. Yeah. He was 19, she was 25, and people were people saying were there's, trying to, there's yeah. something wrong with that. Anyway, that's why... They're now I'm, married. And... Yeah, they're married. They've been married for a couple of years. Have we, have we just lost it as a we society? Twitter, 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 Twitter definitely lost it. Yeah. As a society, we are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I want to cancel something. And it's uh, certain behaviours at the merch desk. Oh, okay. Um, you know, if everyone wants to go and get a photo with their favourite, and in Australia we're lucky, usually they don't charge. Um, but if someone has been waiting and they're lining up to buy a T-shirt, for example, and you're just going to try and get a photo... You should probably wait till last. Yeah, you probably should. Because, because I saw I saw someone on the weekend. Or just get a very quick photo. No, no, you go after the person buying the t-shirt. Because mm-hmm. I saw one on the weekend where someone was waiting. They wanted to buy a t-shirt, and someone pushed past, got a photo, and that person didn't end up buying a t-shirt. So the wrestlers being no. cost money. Yeah, that would cost yeah, them okay. 25, 30, 30 bucks for sure. I think in Australia, I think the wrestlers should be charging five dollars for a photo anyway. I agree. Um, um, like what in, Indy used to do, she had the Polaroids. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit more Japan. personal. They did it in Japan yeah. with the checkies. Uh, charge five bucks, and if you don't, if you think that that looks bad, charge five bucks and give it to charity. Yep. Yeah. But still, at least having that five dollars on there will stop a lot of the the shoving and pushing and entitlement. I think. Yep. No, nah, definitely. That's a good cancel this week, Tony. Mm. Yeah, you weren't happy with the Dim Sims last week. And congratulations to all those people that got their hands on the limited edition on the turnbuckle stickers. They're not limited edition. I've got a lot more. Oh, oh God. It'll... Have we? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's it. some good Tony insults. I'll sneak them in as we go. Oh, yeah, please yeah. tell me. We can start now. It was... Um... No, I'll just throw them in. The Jorts one was from yeah. okay. a listener. Everyone thought it was John Cena walking in. They okay. said, look at Tony in his Jorts. I said, I can't see him. Yeah, no, you can't see me. Exactly. Uh, MCW went viral on wrestling Twitter. What was that for? Uh, the Voices of Wrestling. You know. They started it. Yeah, they... Because um, a few of their matches... It started the... from the Dowie GIF with Will Ospreay. Oh, yeah, the, the transition into the armbar lock or whatever you want to call it. It was too technical for me. The transition uh, from the hidden blade to the submission hold. Yes, call it. the submission hold. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. Armbar lock. I thought mm. that, thought I yeah. covered it. Uh, yeah, he's getting. You said it before. Dowie's getting some recognition online for all his hard work over the years. Um, yeah, so that gift exploded, 
uh, went around everywhere. And I think the Voices of Wrestling guys, they reviewed their show, Vendetta. They did. Which they was loved a, it. Yeah, loved it. They, they called it the best indie show they've seen in the last couple of years. Which is, yeah, when I first started Do you read, agree, Tony? Do you agree, Lyle? <laughs> do you yeah. think it was that good? Well, yeah. I, I, tend, I watched it about a week before. Did I hear that. right? Did Meltzer uh, review... Yes. yes, yes, he did. The uh, the Darien mm-hmm. Oscar match. 4.75 stars. Yep. She whiz. That's on the Melter scale. So. Yeah. Thornbury Theatre. It was in the Tokyo Dome, Tony. Or if it was at the NXT. <laughs> 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 no, it's, so yeah, it, yeah, they put it over. And uh, when I first started seeing it, I thought it was a little annoying because obviously I wasn't there live. Mm. Um, well, but you didn't on, believe us. No, I well, didn't. I thought... You do... You guys do have a... I've never, ever exaggerated the truth in my life. That's an exaggeration just that there. That is isn't right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, obviously I watched it when MCW put it online. Did you? What was your favourite part? Uh, well, the main event was great. Um, Who was that? Will Ospreay. Yeah. And well, you don't Daily believe James. you that you watched it. I watched it. Because you did. haven't mentioned it until right now. Because I'm annoyed that I wasn't nah, there. You would usually tell what? us. I we, don't reckon you guys watch, already you watched it. Uh, 100%. I want to see He watches hey, everything, hey, can you he watches show everything us that else. Been bought? Yeah, he watches everything else. Yeah, thank you, Tony. Thank you. Hand on my heart. I did. But you awesome. definitely haven't watched it. You you guys were already a week ahead of me. That was old. I can news. ask Mike anyway. He can check. 100%. You can check. 100%. I'll get it up on my phone. My. Receipt. Mm. He hasn't watched it. I've bought it. I haven't watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but then um, I saw a lot of other people then watched it and retweeted it and tweeted about it. Um, It was it was it was good to see. I think I feel like they were the hottest indie promotion in the world for a week there. Yeah, very good. Close to home for us, Tony. So it was was very proud. Mm. No. yeah, it was a great show. There's no doubt about that. Uh, we attended MCW Clash of the Titans. We've already spoken about it. Okay, now, so. cool. The yeah. No Ring Death Match comes to Australia. Yeah, we've already spoken about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, PCW Grand Slam tickets are on sale and moving fast. They are. And I'll be going to that show. Yes, I'll be going. What date is it? The, the day after the No Ring Death Match. What date is that? 14th of March. Yeah, I should be. Oh, no, that's uh, Grand Prix. Week. Grand Prix, Tony. Grand Prix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I won't be there. Sorry. Well, I'd love to be. Can you give us a spoiler on who's going to win the race? Uh, not yet. I'll let you know okay, the week yeah. before. Thank you. It's all the work. Well, we, we know. We know. Hmm. Lewis Hamilton's probably going to win. Uh, yes, so that's great that they're moving fast. Uh, are we looking at uh, proportions of last year? I think so. I think that they're, they'd be backing themselves in to get... The 2000? 2000. So uh, I think most of the crowd that were there last year will probably be back. So, And I know a lot of people who weren't there last year... Because uh, last time it was on the same day as an MCW show. This year it's standalone. So, yeah. I think it could help with some of the guys in PCW have well been on, been on MCW, MCW yeah. show like the relief show, like RV 4K. Done a couple other promotions and Aisha's been getting around. Yeah, a bit more. Uh, so yeah, those guys getting their faces out there and hopefully it drags a few more along. They can break their record and of last year. They can year. go and see what Edward Dust can do. That's right. Yeah, good point. And Very good tricky. point. Uh, Jake the Snake arrives for his chat down here in Melbourne this weekend. I hope he's already here because he's got a show tomorrow. Oh, yeah, well, he probably is. Yeah, but not in Melbourne, is he? Oh, is in he? Geelong. Oh, he's in Geelong tomorrow. Okay, yeah. cool. He's at the Corner Hotel on Sunday yeah, night. On Sunday? Yeah. Sunday night, I think. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Have yeah. we? Has he done a show in Australia yet? Or have we heard any? I don't believe so. He's please. here for the next couple of weeks, okay. I think. So he'll be in your town, look into it, 
Um, Has he got any snake with him? The python? I don't know. If, if, if Johnny Depp couldn't get his dogs through customs, I don't think that Jake's going to be able yeah, to get the snake point. through. Could hide it somewhere else, Tony. Mm. Not on his private plane. Mm. All right. I don't know if he's got the... Good luck and enjoy that if you're it. heading out to see Jake the Snake around uh, Geelong or Melbourne over the next couple of days. Or Sydney or Brisbane. Yeah, or wherever it might wherever. be. Uh, AEW happened earlier this afternoon. What did you think of it, Lyle? What, uh, what can you let the people know yeah, happened? what happened? Uh, overall, it was a really good show. Um, I'd say in their top five of their best. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Moxley versus Ortiz, you know, one half of the... Um, what the pride and powerful mm. uh, tag team? Moxley made him look his equal, which is good. He's been really good at doing that, like he did for Scorpio Sky. Thought that match was really good. Um, and not that you know the whole show. They're in, um, hinting towards the the ten lashes from NJF towards Cody. Um, so they teased it throughout the show, and then you know the big there better main, be a punchline to this. Yeah, the big main the big main event. Is on there, you know. You got the elite and Hangman Page versus the Lucha Brothers and mm. the Butcher and the Blade, and they've uh, overshot their time limit again. You know, the Young Bucks tend to do yeah. that sometimes, so I think we have to wait till next week for the uh, the lashings. A bit disappointed in that. We're a bit disappointed as well, aren't we, Tony? What in the review? Yeah, yeah. Well, There's I, no punchline. I, I... You got to wait till next week for the punchline. But you got to give us something. Well, they they cut the show off. They went long. It's what am I meant to do? But you haven't actually. But you haven't actually seen the show. It hasn't no, happened I yet. When we record this, it's my fault, Tony. <laughs> Tony, it's my fault for doing. He so- said he had something, and yeah. I just didn't check. Uh, yeah. So we're recording this on a Wednesday night. You can make yeah. anything up. Anything. So the show's not on until tomorrow. Well, I, I reviewed. So just it give as, us I, something. But I, I did. I gave you the whole. But you could have made whole show. anything up. But I didn't know. But you went really close. uh, How how good's it going to be when they go over and you've got to watch... It's not funny when you get it right. This one will be funny. I'll find it funny if I get it right. We'll discuss this off air. Uh, Friday, We're discussing it on air, right? Friday, (laughs) February the 7th. between us. We will. When you're not in the room, Lyle. Ryan Rapid will be appearing at PCW Slam in Ferntree Gully on Friday night. Saturday, February the 8th, PCW Ignition. As they count down to Grand Slam 2, Lucha Fantastica is on at a new venue in Preston. Where's that? Preston? It's, um, no, no, where's the Melbourne. new venue? Is <laughs> Preston's a pretty big place. Go to the Lucha Fantastica Facebook Website? page okay, cool. and it will be there. They've got a family-friendly show there at, uh, at 4 and their usual debauchery from 7 is uh, a lot of fun as well. Over in Adelaide, where I'll be, Riot City Wrestling uh, present re Animated 15, Rocky Marino up against... No, you get this name wrong Monero, every sorry. time. Monero. Rocky Monero. the most Up against Mick Moretti. Country. You got Mick Moretti right. I though. got Mick Moretti right. Uh, Southern Pro Wrestling, if you want to head over to Invercargill, in, what in the hell would you want to go to Invercargill in New Zealand? All right, so you do realise that podcasts, right? You can listen to them from anywhere I know, I understand that. But and Invercargill... Got, and, and our guest this Invercargill, week... Invercargill. Our guest this week... Runs the promotion I understand in that. Invercargill. So I'm assuming go and we'll see, get some listeners Go and in see Southern Pro Wrestling. Please go and see it. But Invercargill is the coldest place on earth. I don't know. You didn't Having kiss, been you, there, I can... You haven't had a kiss from my ex, ex-mother-in-law. No, that'd be pretty cold too, I would have thought. <laughs> uh, 
Fight for the Gold is there at Southern Pro Wrestling in the beautiful town of Invercargill near Dunedin, just down the road from Queenstown in New Zealand. Uh, Lockie Hendricks will give Marcus Cool a rematch, which is very, very gracious of Lockie to be able to do that. He's a very, he's a very yeah. good man. No, yeah, if, Mark, if Marcus wins, they could do the rubber match over here, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, EPW in Perth returns with Hot Summers Nights, uh, featuring Mikey Nichols and Julian Ward for the EPW Championship on a very, very stacked card. Future Wrestling Australia have the road to glory at Five Docks RSL. This show will also be live streamed on Sports Flick. Really? Yes. Wow. If you're promoting a show, please get in contact with us. We'll let the people know who need to know, and they will hopefully then come along to your show based on the fact that they heard it on our show. Even if even, it's in Invercargill. Even yeah. if it's in Invercargill, we will promote it to the... If there's people listening to this show in South America and you've got a wrestling show on, let us know. Well, in fairness, we had, um, we're looking at the numbers for the Robbie episode and the listeners were everywhere. Did you know that you can listen to a podcast anywhere yeah. in the world? <laughs> yeah. Even in Invercargill. <laughs> uh, it's just because earlier in the episode you were like, if you're in Melbourne or Geelong, you can see Jake the Snake and like ignoring the rest of the country. Yeah, but I didn't have the rest of the country's dates. <laughs> If you've got an idea for a podcast, please help me out because I want to get off this one as quickly as I can. Hallelujah. Uh, contact my podcast house or on the turnbuckle through our Facebook pages and we can help you get on air. Tune in next week. MCW's first women's champion. She's not anymore, though. And PWA's... Well, yeah, she, no, she's still, she's still MCW's first ever Yeah, no, she champion. always will be. That's right. You can't take that off her. She's not... Champion now, though. And PWA's possible next PWWA. Sounds like the ladies that make the scones, the pumpkin scones and stuff. Is that the PWWA? That's the Country Women's Association, mm. isn't it? Anyway, Steph Deland is going to be with us next week. I'm going to tell Jeez. her. That are we, are we actually going to be on air next week? Seriously, there could be a chance. I, I'm confident that by the end of interviewing Steph Delander. She will want to kill Tony. Well, that's, no, no. Yeah. That yeah, you haven't gone out on a limb on that, really. No. That, hey. What? I think Steph Delander will want to kill Tony. And I sincerely apologise about my pre-marriage jive earlier on, too, in case anyone took offence to that. What? What was that? During the interview with Marcus Cool. Oh, that was funny. Ah, that was, we all laughed. Mm. You laughed, didn't you? I don't remember. I wasn't myself. Well, you... I think I got intoxicated off the fumes from Welch's four <laughs> drinks. And it affected me. Right, look, it was four drinks in an hour. I wasn't that bad. Yeah, Marcus yeah. was pretty jealous that he still had to wrestle in an hour and a half's time. He, yeah, yeah she was four or five drinks already in. Can we go? Yeah. Cool. Enjoy the rest of the show. There's none left. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Till then.